Hi, and welcome to another episode of the DevThink Podcast with your hosts, Sean and... Nicola. Yeah, and today's topic is about hybrid apps. That is, as opposed to native apps where you'd write an iOS app in Objective-C or Swift, or an Android app in Java or Kotlin, you can use a system like, for example, Ionic, which will allow you to write something and publish in multiple platforms. And there are pluses and minuses to both sides. And so we want to talk about whether it is actually worth investing in hybrid because there are some limitations. And Nicola has written a book on Ionic and has been a staunch defender of it in hybrid apps. He's actually working on updating his Ionic book right now. So uh, as I'm not a mobile developer, I'm going to pass the microphone to Nicola and let him share his knowledge. Thank you, Sean. So, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> the short answer to this question, yes, definitely yes. But, and here's a big but, you have to, it depends on your use case, right? It depends on what you want to do. But as, I mean, since you know that I'm a big proponent of hybrid, here's why I think it's good. Um, and here's why I think it's good for 99% of the business apps. Because 99, again, again, you know, don't take me for the, you know, 99%. A lot of business apps are what? You have some API that you have to fetch and show this data, add some, you know, filtering or whatever. Maybe, you know, add logging, maybe add some, let's call it native features, meaning you want to take a picture, you want to access the vibration, you know, notifications, whatever. For all of that, I think that the hybrid is as perfect solution as it can get. And here's why. Because with one code base, so I'm talking about specifically about Ionic, which is a very awesome tool that in the back end, I mean, let's say in the background also uses Cordova, which helps you build this these native apps. Um, we definitely won't go into the technicalities now, but basically... If you're a web developer, then literally with that knowledge, you can build a native app for iOS, Android. There was a talk about, you know, Windows Phone and everything, but since that's old news now, I won't even say that. And also on top of all of that, with Ionic, you can literally with one command, you can get a done web app that you literally, you just have to take everything from a certain folder, put it in your web server, and boom, you also have a web app. So basically with one code base, and literally I mean one code base, you have three apps, right? And also on top of that, if you take Electron, which um, is a tool that lets you wrap your web app into a desktop app, you basically covered everything. So yes, there's that. Uh, there are other solutions, right? Like React Native, Native Script. Uh, there's actually something new from Google recently. I can't remember the name. Um, and also, like at some points, they say, "Yeah, we're not hybrid. We're native. Whatever." Right? What I want to say about this is: first thing, what you should do is you should list and really invest in learning of what's out there, see what your app needs from the business perspective, right? And let's, I mean, let's be honest, will you ever use hybrid for making a mobile game? No, you won't. If you do, then 
you're not very you didn't do your proper due diligence in terms of in like research uh but as i said will you use it for you know some apps that are as i said business apps that have to take some data from some api filter it you're definitely very good to go with hybrid also i mean especially us right because honestly we are i would say pretty much squeezing the platform to its maximum and we are using a lot of plugins and so kind of like a very good tip would be if you are going to use a lot of native functionality then probably going to the hybrid may not be such a very good solution so so since you mentioned plugins and native functionality can you explain a little bit about what that is so here's the thing. why would you need plugins yeah so here's the thing uh let's say you want to for example show a push notification right that is something the api for that comes within the platform itself you can use it no problem but in the hybrid way ionic specifically you just literally that's a web app right there's no kind of like support for that in the web therefore you have to write and use a plugin which basically is a bridge between the native and the web app so that in your web code so basically javascript right specifically for ionic it's angular for the new ones is the newest angular that you can use um so you basically need this bridge so that in the angular code you can write you know the code that will deal with receiving a notification or for example for the local notifications so that you show them locally for example that's one use case others would be using your camera uh detecting if for example users have their sound on or off or bazillion other you know functionalities like geolocation uh and stuff stuff like that okay so it sounds like with these hybrid apps you're limited to javascript or with newer versions of angular typescript which transpiles down to javascript and essentially you're writing a browser-based app and as browser-based app and as you mentioned electron lets you make a desktop app but that desktop app is actually just a deployment of a browser in an app container which allows you to run a web app so everything that you've been discussing with the exception of the extra ability given to you by the plugins is basically writing web applications that can only be written in javascript and only run in a browser which seems like a huge limitation for me as an outsider how can you justify constraining someone to that sandbox when the mobile platform is so rich uh indeed so you're right and here's the thing currently there are i believe around 100 plugins so basically everything that you can imagine exists but you you are in a problem when you want to use some native functionality that just came out for us i mean i believe i can speak for this it was for example when callkit came out right there was no plugin on the market for that i mean by on the market i mean free right because all of this is open source uh so what do you have to do then well honestly then you have to go in you have to write an actual plugin and how do you do that well you have to write it in a native language 
uh, for us that was on iOS that was Swift and on Android that was Java not yet Kotlin because of from what I saw there's not yet support for that so actually so here's the thing uh, Facebook was one of the first apps that used hybrid to make their app and it was awful but then again here's my question to everybody else do you have millions of users daily right and to ask them i mean they do have the budget and everything so why didn't they immediately go on the native side right okay but well i can defend that because facebook is nothing but a website so emulating a website on a mobile device with something that is literally a website doesn't seem like it's at all the downside but how about something like you mentioned call kit right CallKit is something that's on iOS only. It's not on Android. So the benefit of something like Ionic is that you can write something once and run it on iOS and Android. Um, they're the only two platforms that probably really matter in mobile. Considering the fact they have different capabilities and they're locked down in different ways by the vendors, being Apple and Google or whoever's running the, the Android ecosystem, um, again, how do you justify saying, hey, let's use this JavaScript browser thing that can't use all the native stuff and the platforms are so different that you literally can't write the code and run it both places because you don't have the same capabilities on each platform. No, so here's the answer to that. You don't. But since we both know what we're talking about, so we're talking about a very, very, an app that kind of like grew into and was added all these bunch of features, right? Uh, back at the time when of it of when this app was started it was definitely not envisioned that it could basically go as far as it has come today if you were to do that today this you know if you did your research today honestly even i have to say that you would probably not choose hybrid to do that because in order to like in our case like we have 30 plus plugins that we use and every plugin that you add adds a certain you know additional kind of like loading time and everything so yeah okay so you should you shouldn't use it for for example a really graphics intensive game oh that and definitely you, yeah and you shouldn't use it for something that re heavily depends on the underlying architecture like something only provided by ios or android but other than that you think you should use it for everything is that right definitely like anything like even you know something as I said, basically something simple would, I would, even now, like even today, now, I mean, I uh, did native apps for the Android and iOS as well. But honestly, like for my some personal project, I would not think twice. I would literally go with Ionic because as I said, with one command, I, ha I can have it in a web app as well. And so to answer you, yes, if you're kind of like developing a an app that is, you know, uses all the functionality all and it will hope to like use all the newest functionality that will come out then definitely your choice should be to go native because uh either way if you go with hybrid you will have to write plugins to support this new native functionality okay so at face value the and and i'm just going to give you a really naive argument that you can probably knock over with a feather it sounds like the only reason to use a hybrid approach using something like Ionic is that 
instead of me having to learn two languages, an Android language and an iOS language, I can just learn one and deploy it in both places. Is that the argument? And if so, why is that valid? Is it that much overhead or that much more difficult to learn and know two languages or two underlying phone operating systems? And that's why, which could be a valid argument, or is there something else deeper? So one definite pro argument is one code base and literally one code base because so all this time i'm uh talking about you know developing plugins and everything truthfully uh for majority of users of hybrid they will never have to go in and write their own plugins they will just use the plugins right uh so for an average user they won't even they won't even have to deal with that plus on top of that uh they don't even have to deal with this whole native stuff right because they there are guides i mean even i wrote the guide you can get the book for free and everything you don't have to know how to do this whole native stuff you just literally run one command and you have the in in example of android apk that you can put on the store and that's it um the other part is basically you know yeah like if or if you like javascript that could be your your reason because JavaScript seems to be behind everything. People want you to write the front end of JavaScript, the back end in Node. And exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, here's the thing. So all this time, the only guys that could do you know native apps were the native guys. But when this hybrid stuff came on the scene, immediately you were a web dev, right? And wow, you know, mind blown. Immediately you can make an actual app that you can actually put in the actual app stores. Without learning a new language. That was awesome. All right, cool. So it sounds like you're saying that uh, we should lower the bar into entry of mobile development like we did by letting people who write PHP call themselves web developers and uh, get a bunch of low-quality apps. Is that what you're saying? I see that you're laughing. I will not answer <laughs> that question. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, I think we've uh, gone up against our agreed-upon time. So any last thoughts? Use hybrid. <laughs> All right, you've heard it from Nikola, and he knows what he's talking about. All right, thanks, everybody, for listening. Another great episode. See you next time. Bye, guys. Thank you for listening to the DevThink podcast. To reach us for comments, show suggestions, and other feedback, contact us at info at devthink. That's D-E-V-T-H dot I-N-K. Our intro music is by Rupa Deadweiler. No animals were harmed in the making of this podcast. 